0: Hi guys, Annette here and welcome to another episode of Becoming Friends With. So this is a series where I invite you guys to come join me in becoming friends with a very special guest. And today I have with me um, one of the brilliant storytellers behind Singapore's favourite documentary channel. It is none other than Eung from Our Grandfather Story. Hello.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) So for those of you at home who have not heard of OGS, they're a Singaporean digital video publisher um, who tells stories across Singapore and Southeast Asia. Their most popular series, Can Ask Me? has garnered millions of views online as have many of their other very viral videos as well. So today, we're going to become friends with Khairan to find out a little bit more about our grandfather's story. So I'm really excited. Uh, Thank you for coming today.
1: Thank you for having me here. Uh,
0: My first question is, How did OGS get started? I'm sure everyone
1: wants to know this. Okay, so OGS actually started at the end of 2016. Actually, back then it was just like a class assignment to create a visual startup. We had many other ideas before OGS, um, but they all weren't very good. Um, and, yeah, so eventually we settled on the idea of be- becoming a digital publisher Because yeah, at that point of time, we, we love telling stories about Singapore, yeah, about heritage lah. So we thought like, hey why not, let's just try to put these stories up online Because yeah, in the online space back then, there was still a lot of functional content Top 10 best places to go, um, top 10 best places to eat So we thought like maybe we could see more stories of Singapore yeah, So that was how it all started, yeah? so we started putting out stories Then amazingly when we put it up, it all went like viral yeah, we were like, oh, that's like, you know, getting somewhere, right? Which so, was the first video that went viral? The first video that went viral, it was actually a story about ice cream bread, the rainbow bread. Back then, there was an article on BuzzFeed that actually dissed the ice cream bread saying that like, you shouldn't eat bread oh, with I remember ice cream. That, I remember that. Yeah, so we thought like, it hey, is like, doesn't make sense, right? You know, this is what we eat every time, right? So we thought actually we didn't know like how the ice cream bread was made or how did this thing come about. So we actually just shot a very simple video of how it was made. Yeah, then we just put it up. And then it just blew up. Yeah, and then we were like, wow, okay, that's like somewhere. Uh, so after we finished that assignment, then we thought, why not let's try continue doing this as a startup so that we can continue to tell more stories. And now uh, here we are today, yeah, telling stories in Singapore and also in like Southeast Asia.
0: How do you all come up with the name <laughs> oh, yes, like our grandfather story? Okay, okay,
1: so before we had our grandfather's story, right, actually the name was really bad. La. Like to be honest, like- uh, we What was the earlier name? The earlier name, it was actually called Halves. Because we wanted to tell two sides of a story It wasn't very catchy, like, yeah, so We actually changed the name just one day before we launched the pitch Yeah, so, but how we came to our grandfather's story was Because we were speaking to a lot of people, right? Doing our research, finding out how people do, like, their work, right? One of them, interestingly, told us that how they see themselves is To the audience, they are, like, capo neighbours So then we thought, like, if they are the capo neighbours if we tell heritage stories then we are your grandfather la That's how like the whole grandfather thing came out So then because you know there's the saying Grandfather story right It became our grandfather story Very I mean, yeah, is... so yeah, It's very it Singaporean about. also like,
0: you know
1: Yeah it's very Singaporean Yeah, I think cause there was a ring to it la And people kind of like resonated with it Yeah Okay,
0: okay the next question is something I think a lot of people are wondering How do you find all these interesting stories to feature?
1: <laughs> okay, it's like probably one of the most common questions. So, at OGS, we are all very capable people. <laughs> so, I think for us, like, we're just very interested in people like, in general. Our stories come from everywhere. You know, it can just be talking to you, talking to you guys. It can just be like researching online. It can even be from like the our network of contacts whom we've built up. So honestly there's no one source of story. Yeah, so it's really like everywhere. But I think the bulk of it probably comes from just opening your eyes and ears and like looking at what's around you.
0: Yeah, because I saw there was this other interview you did where you said that you saw this auntie who was collecting bean sprout husks
1: So I was on another shoot, right? So I was at this wet market I came across this bean sprout husk that was just being sunned there So at the bean sprout, the tip there's like this black color the husk black, yeah. yeah, so usually I think they get that out at the market where they were just like shake and then it comes off The bean sprout seller actually was sunning it at the wet market So I thought that was quite interesting, like I thought this, uh, you probably can't use it, right? Like it's just meant to be thrown away So I went to ask her like, what, what is this actually for? Then she said, oh, this is used to make cho cho which is like the smelly pillow for kids Yeah, which was then I was like, wow, okay, this is like very cool Then it's like, okay, can I like interview you and yeah, talk to you? I about bet yeah, I
0: we never, you wouldn't have known that Cho Cho is that you use bean sprout husks to make Cho you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, so it's like really something that you just stumble upon by just like opening your eyes uh. I guess overcoming that fear to ask questions to talk to the people around you Yeah. So it I, I think most be a Singaporeans, bit more shameless Yeah, correct, <laughs> I think most Singaporeans are quite shy la. Yeah, we usually don't dare to like just go and talk to people, don't dare to ask questions. Yeah, so but I think if you can overcome that barrier, you know, you actually find a lot more interesting things around you.
0: Okay, so the next question is, as a storyteller, like what made you so passionate about documentaries because there are so many different types of storytelling when it comes to filmmaking like for me I'm a very narrative like fiction kind of person so why documentaries
1: I guess personally like I just really like to hear from people like, about their life about their experiences I mean as a kid like, I watch a lot of TV like. yeah so I watch a lot of documentary shows and... really
0: don't you watch cartoons and- no
1: like, I watch cartoons so I watch yes, yes you know, I do watch cartoons I watch like Doraemon, you know, I watched like I uh,
0: think you're the first person I know Like as a kid, I watched documentaries <laughs> But
1: it was quite interesting Okay, so like Primary school or secondary school I used to watch like Channel 8 I used to watch like uh, You know they have this Tuesday report thing Which is a documentary series So they talk They have different seasons Sometimes they talk about food sometimes they talk about like immigrants that like, kind of thing I guess my parents watched it so I watched that because I watched their way to no, do homework, ma, right? <laughs> so, yeah so I watch a lot of shows um, yeah so I mean personally like I, I mean I really like you know human stories la. I mean I love narrative films also I, I don't think that's something for me now maybe I'll make it in future
0: no, that's interesting because I mean I guess for me I'm the opposite in a sense like I love watching documentaries but I don't think I can ever make it so I just found it's very interesting like different people gravitate towards different forms of storytelling but you know whatever works for us Mm -hmm. okay so we can ask men and stuff like that you are usually on this side of the fence asking questions so my question is is there an art to asking questions to bring out the best stories
1: i think the art is really like building relationships with your audience and i think also at OGS we have this thing like that we always practice which is like being humans first yeah, so like treating your interviewee um, with respect, um, you know, um, treating them more like a friend and building a relationship with them. Yeah, so I think that's the key thing um, to interviewing someone. Otherwise, you are just like parachuting into their life, yeah. trying to craft like something out of there. Their story To understand them On a deeper level To be able to connect with them On a deeper level Like matters a lot So like for every story Like they do go down to Pre-interview them Go down to talk to them You know understand More about their story Sometimes it's Not even once But like twice or thrice Depending on Depending on on how open they are Yeah how open they are But actually You'll be surprised that a lot of Singaporeans are quite open, yeah, to just share their stories. Yeah. Having that time to like you know talk to them, like, I think, really matters a lot, yeah. So it's not like okay, we just do a phone call and then like okay tomorrow we come and kind of show you, okay, yeah, yeah, Then I think you know you, you don't really get anything yeah. out of that, yeah, because so,
0: you want them to feel comfortable when they yeah, living.
1: correct, okay. yeah. So I think building that relationship like matters lah.
0: So speaking of can I ask Me, how did that series come about?
1: So one of the things that we are trying to figure out is like building a long-form series or so on YouTube, yeah of course like we were trying to find some ideas. Yeah, to kickstart our YouTube channel. I would say at the at the start, like we were more popular on Facebook, but we were not so popular on YouTube. Then because can ask me actually we previously did a previous iteration, but that was much shorter, like maybe three minutes. Um, still like having different people come onto the talk show and really just answering questions we normally don't dare to ask. La. Then we thought, hey, why, why not let's try a longer version, you know, like 15-20 minutes, um, and really just ask the questions we normally don't dare to ask.
0: So how do you come up with the what, the phrase itself, the can, can ask? ask me? Yeah.
1: I actually can't really remember like how did that thing come about But I think all the questions that we always had Was really like questions like you did like to ask me Like you asked
0: like it can ask me right Yeah like you had <laughs> to ask me
1: Yeah because it was really like Straight to the point like you know and sometimes it's very deep and it's really like very sensitive topics I guess that's how it naturally came about. These questions can ask me yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, so the next few questions, I'm gonna ask you name some videos So the first one is what was your favorite video and why? Like your favorite video to have made
1: Okay, my, my favourite video was one of our very first few um, sponsored collaborations uh, together with Nippon Pin. Yeah, so it was my favourite for a few reasons la. It was the first time we actually proved that, hey, we, you know, someone will pay us to do this Yeah, so I mean, we still have to eat, right, yeah, so that's a very practical side On a very creative side, I think, um, so we told this story of this uh, Hindu tradition that actually brings the cows to bless homes when they move into like new houses. Yeah, so for the Chinese, you have the Roe, Pineapple, different traditions have different practices, right? We uncovered a very different side of Singapore that you don't normally think about or even see. Yeah, the only time you see, we saw it was probably on Storm, where there was this guy uh, holding a car, waiting for to Going into the lift, yeah. yeah so, and being able to combine such a cool story with such a branded collaboration was like really interesting. Uh. So there was like, one of my favourites, yeah, was for it many reasons Because yeah. you,
0: you were down there filming the cows and everything
1: Yeah, yeah, I was down there filming the cows So I was the, the one who actually went to find the guy uh, I had to go down there a few times just to like hunt him down Ask him, will you interview, will you be willing to be interviewed <laughs> Yeah, so that was really fun, uh, like the whole process And we actually got to shoot them, you know, actually bringing a cow to bless the home And then the cow actually like shed at the house also And also peed at the house But that's, uh, that's a blessing for them
0: yeah, that's a good thing? Yes,
1: that's a good thing. Yes, that's meant to be a good thing. Nice. Yeah, you have to watch the video to find out more.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, but, but I guess, you know what I mean, for you it was like a very eye-opening thing to be so yes. up close and personal with something that is so like rarely seen. Right? Yes,
1: Yeah. because like you don't, I mean on a day-to-day basis, Yeah, I've don't never see seen somebody
0: bring a cup to I a mean, lift. I want to see, yeah. why have I not seen <laughs> that before in my life?
1: Yeah, I guess it's Quite private lah, you know I mean, like you don't do this every day
0: Yeah, that's true, only when you move
1: And I don't think Singapore has a lot of cows also so yeah.
0: <laughs> And it's, you say it's a Hindu tradition, right? Yes, and yeah. not every single Hindu might do this also, Yeah, right? I would say not, I think yeah, not so everyone might do it I
1: think it's probably quite difficult to do it as well Yeah, because I think, um, I mean at least when we were shooting that um, He had to um, apply for permits and stuff
0: Okay, the next question is What's a story, like a video that you made right, what is the story that really moved you the most?
1: I didn't make that video but I think like what moved me the most was this video in the Can I series. It was really about uh, people who have been to prison. That video really talked about like what was their experience like and uh, what were some of the misconceptions. Yeah, which I thought was really like powerful. La. Like we always see them as
0: ex-convicts. Yeah,
1: ex-convicts like you don't know what they have done wrong. And there's a lot of things to do about them. Yeah, so I think like watching that video like changed a lot of my perceptions also. So I think that was like extremely powerful.
0: I remember we were talking about um, you wanting to, you know, build Singaporean culture mm. and just culture I guess in the region. Mm. Like to to your videos, what are some of your thoughts on like Singaporean culture?
1: I mean, one of the things when we first started, like, there are hope for was for us to look a bit more inwards. La. I think we have a very vibrant and very diverse culture. Um, just that I think we don't look at it enough. Um, probably because we are too distracted by other things Like sometimes you look out of Singapore and like wow this place is so nice and so on and so forth But I think things have changed a bit over the past few years The content coming out online has changed I think because of COVID people have also looked inwards a bit more Things have changed yeah, So it's not that like, you know, we are not cultured or what yeah, So it's just that I think we need to look at it uh, and understand ourselves a bit more Doing like, these documentary stories hopefully like, you know, we can help to achieve that
0: what would you say is the most rewarding part of what you do? Why do you think you're passionate about this?
1: I think the most rewarding part is really like to see the audience's like reactions and their comments you know, when we produce these stories. I guess in the past, like maybe when they did TV, like the feedback is not so instantaneous, right? But I guess now because we are in the online space, um, people will just comment. Um, they tell us what they like, what they don't like. Yeah, I think that's like quite amazing. Uh. Yeah, and we have also seen like some people's lives being Im- impacted positively. Yeah. So I think that for me is the most like, amazing part. Yeah, by just telling stories, like you can do like so much.
0: What would be your advice for somebody who wants to do something similar to you guys? Maybe tell the next generation of stories.
1: I guess the best advice would be just start doing it. La. Yeah. I mean like nowadays it's so easy to start, right? You have your phones, cheap cameras. Yeah, you can you can just start very easily. Um, And I don't think it has to be something very complicated. I mean, it can just be something as simple as a TikTok video. Yeah, so there's so many places to start things and it can be done so easily. Yeah, so I think the best way to do it is really just to start.
0: Because I I think you mentioned that at the very beginning of OGS, you guys kind of just shot with one-man teams, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And I was so surprised by that, you know, because I always thought that How do you do a whole documentary with just one person, like you need at least a second person to to do it, so that's kind of crazy At the start
1: it was all one man, so like I was the only guy holding a camera and like interviewing the guy At that part of time, you know, with one person you can't have high quality also, right, so the quality suffers a bit But because like you're still starting out, right, so I think that's fine, yeah, so try, you know, then just like um, refine as you go along
0: Okay, so the best advice is just do Yeah, just do not to be confused with Just Do It, which is Nike's motto, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. What would you say is the purpose behind OGS and what do you want viewers who watch like, to take away from your videos? Uh,
1: so uh, for like, our mission is to educate and entertain people. It shouldn't just be one thing. La. I think the internet has a lot of entertainment, but sometimes it lacks a bit of like education. Yeah, so at the end of the day, um, we hope to create a space where we can have both. You know, hopefully after you watch this video, um, you laugh about it, but hopefully you learn something about it as well. Yeah, like you laugh about oh this cow, but hey, eh, this is like actually part of our culture. Yeah, you laugh about this like toto. Yeah, but hey, eh, you had this when you were young, and this is like you know our thing, right? Like every Singaporean knows it. Okay, maybe not everyone, but majority of the Singaporeans know it. Yeah. So that's really what we hope to achieve at the end of the day. Hopefully also not just in Singapore, but also understand a bit more like about our region. Like besides telling stories in Singapore, we have also started telling stories in Malaysia, Indonesia, Vietnam, like the Southeast Asian countries. Yeah. Just because like I think we are so closely tied together, so dependent on each other, right? But I think we a lot of times we don't know much about each other. Yeah. So it's really just trying to bring out stories to create like understanding. We have done Okay, not a lot, but quite some stories in other countries also And like having seen those stories, I am also like, wow, okay Um, not alone. No, never knew that, that, yeah nah, Never knew that and you feel a little bit closer Yeah, so it's, it's like changes, you know, your mindset, your perspective uh.
0: I really feel that just these little human stories Like can change your mindset on certain things uh, Like how, just, how you even just do things I remember there was this one video that I really, really liked I was just telling him that I really liked this video It was about this auntie, she won the lottery mm. twice mm and she, she hit the jackpot twice and she gave yeah. away all her winnings okay that was like my favorite video and it was so funny because like, she was just so open and irreverent the, the interviewer asked her so how many times have you hit the jackpot and she said uh like only twice <laughs> like the way she said like oh yeah like it's no big deal and it's just little things like that where her perspective like really just has an impact on you like oh, okay people out there really can be so you know carefree and generous and it comes across not through what they're saying but you know
1: Their yeah, actions also Yeah yeah, yeah. Like,
0: and just through their aura in general yeah. and I love that I love like watching all these different stories and seeing not just what the, the subjects say but also what they show to us I think we'll come to the end of the interview thank you so much Karian for joining us today and for all of you guys as well uh, for coming down today. You know, one of my favourite things um, when hanging out with a friend is always being uh, inspired at the end of it and feeling like I learned something and that's definitely what I felt today and I hope you guys felt the same too. Okay, so to everyone who's watching or listening online, hope you guys enjoyed this and um, I'll see you guys again in another episode soon of Becoming Friends With.
1: Bye. Bye!